Welcome. To Arcade Audio. But right now, all around us, and so compelling you never miss the fact there's no melody, is a music that is all beat, strong beat, and talk. It's rap music, and it sounds like this. Welcome to RJ Hates Rap, a rap podcast with social consequence. <laughs> <laughs> I am still here. Yes. Your host, Hope. Yes, you are. With the stew, 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 it. Now I'm not sure what you're talking about. Oh, there was no, those are two very made up tones. No, no, both of them. The first one. Okay. What do we do here? <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's me. <laughs> Larry Turd. Larry Turd. Friend of the show. Yeah, Larry Turd. <laughs> like Larry Bird. Yeah. But you're just a little piece of shit. If, oh. <laughs> if Larry Bird listened to this podcast... I would be surprised. <laughs> if Larry Bird knew what a podcast was, yeah. I'd be surprised. Absolutely. <laughs> if Larry Bird had an iPhone. I know, right? Higher than three. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised. Oh, you remember those first iPhones? Yes. Oh, man. They were very <laughs> Also, I want to play this game with Larry Bird. I know, right? <laughs> if Larry Bird knew what Uber was, <laughs> I'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I bring up Larry Bird, one yes. of the greatest white people of all time. Well, I mean, definitely. Well, well, who are some white, great white people? Oh, no, you just don't know about his secrets. Oh. Oh, mm. do you? I mean, Google Larry Bird and secrets. <laughs> I'm actually going to do it. <laughs> Larry Bird. I right, guess I have no idea where this is going to go, but who knows? Maybe it will be one of those times where I'm on to something. Larry Bird reveals secrets to his 13. Huh? They're going to make me click this link. 13 what? 13 <laughs> what? Oh. Then it goes an article that says a Larry Bird quote, I knew I wasn't going to last long. <laughs> <laughs> it's 13. I'm going to assume sex secrets. Wow. Oh. You were right. Yay. <laughs> I was ready for 13 pet hamsters. (laughs) He's got a name for every one of them. If Larry Bird had 13 pet hamsters, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. They're all (laughs) named after the disciples. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) That threw me off so much. (laughs) I bring up Larry Bird because... Oh, right. Starting next episode. Yes. It is that time of the year. It is the most wide-upful time. I thought we would go on hiatus this year. Of the year. I'm so sorry, everyone. I just want to remind you for the fourth consecutive year that this wasn't ever my idea. RJ's brainchild. (laughs) White Rap History Month. No! White people. The black people of rap. Oh, 
They no. This is why I don't tell people at work <laughs> specifically because of this month. <laughs> That's actually very fair. Everyone who I tell about because this is what I usually bring up because I feel like this is this is this is our gimmick. This is our thing, and I uh, usually get a courtesy laugh. Yeah, and then uh oh. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's offensive. Oh, you weren't joking. <sighs> so, start next episode. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be into it. We're gonna get to that in a moment, cause I need you to leave, RJ. I don't need you here. You need to get the fuck away. Oh, thank God. Cause I need to bring in our resident therapist, Queer Abby. Oh, wait, why the fuck am I? I'm glued to the chair. Oh, <laughs> well, can you answer this? Queer Abby. Fine. Well, you don't have a doctorate like she does. No. No. I guess so. Yeah. It's an easy one. Well, can we have a... Give give us a fake name and a location, please. Uh, It's uh, Bacardi (laughs) from Miami. Bacardi. Well, this is... Okay, Bacardi from Miami writes. <laughs> How can I be more woke? <laughs> oh, bitch, you're asking me. Yeah, Bacardi's asking you. Fuck, every single white person who reads the New York Times is asking themselves <laughs> that question. Do you think? Let's see. This podcast is the first thing you do is you stop <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> you think this is helping? It's not. What uh, what other podcast in the world has a black man and a gay kind of Jewish guy talking shop? I mean, probably something on the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A nice NPR, maybe, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Do your best. Yeah. How does someone who grew up in Bumblefuck, Alabama, who just so badly wants to understand? Yes. Okay. What advice can you give to them as someone who is morning wood woke? Oh. Like woke, okay. but like not really. Yeah. Okay. Well, number one is stop using the word woke. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not doing the thing it was supposed to do. It's, it's become like brunch. You know how brunch, it, at, at its core, like brunch never really changed, but the idea of brunch has become something that nobody really enjoys talking about, but they still want to, they still want brunch. People want to be woke. They just don't want to do all the work that comes with being brunch. You gotta stand in that line for an hour and a half. Are you really gonna do that? It's Sunday in February. Holy <laughs> shit, that's so good. <laughs> no more queer Abby. It's only RJ. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. Uh, stop using woke because mm-hmm. stop trying to make your act your words mm-hmm. action. Make your actions your words. Oh, I wasn't going there at all, but that's good. You should oh, say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Bacardi from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode drops uh, January 31st. Mm-hmm. And for the next four weeks, first off, we're going to do four white artists we've never done before. Four artists we've never done before. <laughs> <laughs> You gave me a look. I had to. I had to circle back. No, I just. I couldn't believe that there are four white rappers that we've never done before. I. I, I, I thought we did all six of them. 
<laughs> We've gone through a Rolodex of artists that we have done. I don't think I could even name the all we've done in the four years. I think we've only had one repeat that we've done multiple uh, white rap history months. Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand you saying that you thought we did all of them because I think literally the last episode of last White Rap History Month was Bugs the Bunny. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that happened. So I understand. I, I've heard, I think that was I think that was 2020's version. Let me confirm. And I can, in fact, say, yes, the last White Rap History Month. Not good. It was Eminem, Post Malone, John Cena, and the voice of Bugs Bunny. We did John Cena. <laughs> we did John Cena twice. We did three. Uh, Last yeah. episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that was live. It turns out live shows. We don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but since this episode is going to drop the 34th, and we're going to do so many new artists, mm-hmm. and some people listen to this episode on Mondays. Which would mean we should probably make this song white-centric. And what better to start with the legend, the GOAT, White Man. Larry Bird? God, God. Larry Bird. Larry Bird didn't know what rap was. The GOAT White Man. GOAT White Rapper. Ah! So at five minutes <laughs> and 25 seconds. Uh-huh. From the album. That's really long. Yeah. The Eminem Show. The song is White America. Hey, RJ, what's White America about? This is going to be really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> See, the problem is I speak to suburban kids who otherwise would have never knew these words exist. Whose moms probably would have never gave two squirts of piss. And we're back. I keep forgetting her name was Tipper. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's Miss Cheney and Tipper Gore. I mean, you can't not say Tipper. You like, gotta say Tipper. Like, uh, Mrs. Cheney, her name's Lynn or something to that extent? Does it matter? Exactly. It's not Tipper. Who was married to the Heinz heir? There you go. John Kerry! <laughs> That's God, we should have been politicians. Ah, <laughs> mm. oh, no, I take it back. Well, Eminem would have yelled at us. Oh, this is Eminem. Obviously, clearly, of course. I already said it. White people. Eminem. Hey, RJ, what's up? It was so good. <laughs> it was so fucking good. I do wish that he didn't. They didn't take it all back in the end. So first off, yeah, for the Tipper Gore line with a lot of screaming and. I just play a lot of this last part of it, but mm-hmm. the line is Fuck you, Miss Cheney! Fuck you, Tipper Gore! Fuck you with the freest of space! This divided state of embarrassment will allow me to have! Fuck you! I'm just playing, America. You know I love you. 
So it's funny because he's done that a few times in songs. I remember watching an interview with him a long time ago where he's like, what I do is different from what you should be teaching your kids. Like, mm-hmm. if your kid is listening to my music and doing shit, mm-hmm. you're not being a good parent. Yeah. Do you need Do you need me to come out after every song and be like, ha just playing? Yeah. So that's almost like that's him. That's literally what Congress is saying to the American public right now. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to do jack shit about this problem that you made a thing until they actually come storming down on my house. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I'm listening to this song. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to bring that up. And I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one. It's basically one of those, like, the 2003, I think this was when it came out, version of it's just a prank bro. It's like, oh, here's a five-minute song where I tear down everything, all your fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm just kidding around. Don't worry. <sighs> but he does it a few times in a few songs, uh, such as. Huh? Why not? I'm just playing, ladies. You know I love you. So just leave my dick in your mouth and keep my daughter out of you. fucking. Oh, and I'm just playing, Diddy. You know I love you. Oh, we've covered that song. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, he's we a have. bad guy. He is, but is he a wrong guy? He's so fucking not wrong. What's he not wrong about? Oh, the line is. The line is. So many lives I touch, so much anger aimed in no particular direction. Just sprays and sprays. Fuck, man. When was this song written? <laughs> 2003, or... I want to say. Cool. So? so, 18 years later. That shit reigns more true than he ever thought fucking possible. Thanks, Zucky! <laughs> but that's, it just goes to show. Think about this. When Eminem came out, and because this is basically the premise of the song, people were like, what the fuck is this? Because mm-hmm. in his own words, it's like, because he was white. It was fine when it was all, all black people doing black people stuff, but oh my god, our sacred white people. No. No, no, no. They look like him. Yeah. And like that's the premise of the song. It's just like he is like, I mean, I'm making a lot of money, but yeah. shit, you need to take care of your own people, America. Your own your own people? <laughs> take care of your own people. You know, Tope, he, he he did say that if he was black, he would then it would have sold what half as many records, half as much money. Yeah. My question to you is <laughs> if he was from any city other than Detroit, would the same ring true? The line is Let's do the math if I was black, I would have sold half. No. <laughs> <laughs> Name one city in America in 2003 that we were paying less attention to. <laughs> uh, 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 what's a city in Afghanistan? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're... Something about a white boy from Detroit is so much more terrifying than a white boy from... What did he do? Reno. How did he get in? <laughs> How did he get in a crew? We need, that's what me and you need to go on Married with Movies. We yes. need to watch 8 Miles so you can appreciate what it's like to grow up in that kind of lifestyle. To be the white boy who, when he was, like you said, when he was underground, no one cared that he was white. It was about his skills. It was... Yeah. 
Because he was from Detroit. Yes, <laughs> you can make it here. Uh-huh. You can literally make it anywhere. Now, Tope, here's my question to you. Yes. What would it have taken for him to sell double as many records? Than he currently is? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. That, that, that goes without saying, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> But he looked like Anne Hathaway with a booty, <laughs> like a, like Cardi B's ass uh, on Anne Hathaway. Yeah, my answer was if he was a woman. So yeah, we're both right. Oh, well, first off, that line is. Look at these eyes, baby blue, baby just like yourself. If they were brown, shady Lou, shady sits on the shelf. But shady's cute, shady new, shady's dimples would help make ladies swoon, baby. Ooh, baby, look at myself. Lincoln High School. Um, what do you know about Eminem's education? Only what Eight Mile taught me. You've seen Eight Mile? Yes. <laughs> oh no. Who stars in it? Eminem. Okay, I just want to make sure you got that. One. <laughs> uh, I believe he's, he's de- not very good. What? He's great in that movie. Man. We're gonna rewatch that movie. Okay. Oh, you made me watch Hamilton. I'm gonna make you watch. You're fucking welcome. I'm gonna make you watch the second best You're, musical. You went googling that whole <laughs> night that. for plot points. <laughs> that is great. That is. I wish it wasn't three hours, but it's great. Would you believe it in real life? They weren't black. No. <laughs> and, and if they were white, that play would have sold half. Yeah. That's actually true. If Hamilton was white people, a thousand percent, no one would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Eminem flunked ninth grade three times and then dropped out. That sounds about right. Ninth grade. Yeah. The easiest, maybe the easiest grade of my life. Fuck, are you kidding me? Ninth grade was hard for you? That's when you started your AP and IB classes, Tope. No, I said 10th grade. That shit was harder than anything you did in college. So your white America is very different than M&M's. <laughs> Yeah. He had to figure out what food he was going to eat as a ninth grade dropout. Uh-huh. And you, you and just growing up in Tampa... All you care about is finding the shadiest spot on the PE court. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, questions, comments, so much to dive into in this yeah. thick, thick song. So I'm sure that we've covered this in the past, but let's pretend that I forgot all of it. Oh, what? Pretend? Okay. So easy. What's the nature of Eminem's relationship with Dre? Oh, okay. First of all, I'm going to say this, uh, as we're recording this, Eminem, uh, sorry, Dr. Dre ha- was sent to the ER a few weeks ago, we had a brain an- oh, aneurysm, like, people thought he was going to die. Oh, shit! Survived, so thank God for that. Holy shit! But Dre was the one who basically was his first producer. The The story goes, Eminem was at this thing called the Rap Olympics, where it's basically like a freestyle battle if you actually have seen eight mile okay it's the basically the last scene where people just freestyle against each other he got second they sent one of like the interns there and as eminem was leaving the intern was like yo can i get one of your cds and he's like okay whatever takes the cd back gives it to dre dre's like i know who the fuck this kid is but i need to sign him and then he fucking blew him up so kind of kind of like he says if there was no if there's no dre there'd be no eminem but it was a good relationship both ways. Now, 
if there was no Eminem, would there be a Dre? Oh, big time. Yeah, Dre was... So what's the fire under his ass? <laughs> that line is... Until I met Dre, the only one who looked past Gave me a chance and I lit a fire up under his ass Helped him get back to the top Every fan black that I got Was probably his in exchange for every white man that he's got Because, so, <laughs> Dre was on a label called Death Row Records Back yes. when, back when rap had... <laughs> had a fire to it back, 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 <laughs> back when it mattered uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and he left that to go start his own record label mm-hmm. and the first few records of that label yeah. were absolute like flops and people were like maybe dre isn't that good of a producer like i could be good if i had easy and ice cube and nwa and all these guys and then eminem came around and really was the first like big big star that he made so he kind of helped him become a better rapper and artist and they worked together why you give me that look were there any women on this label i mean there's usually is always one but no (laughs) (laughs) oh no that probably is one oh it's 2003 (laughs) i guarantee i'm gonna search as we talk and i will guarantee nope not one Uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of a relationship, as he says, that for every white fan that he that a uh, black fan he got, Dre got a white fan because white people who never listen to rap listen to Eminem because they, they're like, oh cool, and they're like, oh who's this fucking Dre guy? It's yeah. like, it's it's like this. It's like for every white fan that I get in this podcast, you uh, don't get a black fan. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, what? So you, so you like the song, so you don't say anything bad about it or yeah, good about really it. Fucking good. What didn't you like about this song? Well, I don't understand why he was in trouble with the government, and that makes me scared. <laughs> the line is. I must have struck a chord with somebody up in the office because Congress keeps telling me I ain't causing nothing but problems, and now they're saying I'm in trouble with the government. I'm loving it. I shoveled shit on my life, and now I'm jumping. So I think during one Congress session, they use Eminem as an example. I was like, this is the evils of fucking rap and entertainment. Oh, that's this- how you know you made it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great for him. Okay. So he was used as the example. And it's like, when you hear words about raping your mother and killing your mother, I think the industry should be embarrassed that, a, that an award win in entertainment because he had just won at the Grammys. I think it just in the Elton John performance mm-hmm. for with Stan, which did is, a white person say this? Of course. Okay. Hey, guess what they were? Republican or Democrat? They were independent. I thought you totally took my joke. <laughs> 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 they were Republican from Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. Which is basically the Detroit of Wyoming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's two thousand three. <laughs> We had totally nipped that whole Middle East problem in the butt. We were, we were on bigger and better things. <laughs> also, look, and this was 2002, so. We were. Re- oh, God. <laughs> we, we were doing so bad. We were doing so bad. Yeah, everyone knows it was 2003 when things really turned better. <laughs> Word of the week. Word of the week. Uh, you probably know this one because you gave a little giggle, but, mm-hmm. you know, like giving you the easy one sometimes. Appreciate you. TRL. Yeah. Um, 
Oh my god, you don't know what it means. No. But you know what it is, but you I'm don't know. I'm trying to remember what it stood for. Exactly. Uh this is great. Totally real life. You didn't even get one of those right. <laughs> <laughs> Not one. It stands for wild and out. <laughs> oh fuck you, Nick Cannon. <laughs> uh, the line is. Total request live. Carson Daly. Yeah, I never knew that. Still. <laughs> did you ever watch TRL? Or, uh, you, I'm I, I, sure I did. You, should, you feel like a slime time live kind of kid. You, it's, they aren't mutually exclusive, but yes, I was. <laughs> for you, it was. <laughs> so it was crazy when he was. So TRL, yes. for the uninitiated, was a daily count music video countdown show where they would do the fans would vote for the top 10 music videos of the day. When Eminem would go on that show, you would think it was a goddamn fucking Beatles in America for, for the first time or in sync. Or they would just, girls would cry for him as if he was like some sort of like deity. And it's like, I'm a fucking rapper talking about killing my, my baby mama. Mm-hmm. You guys don't do this for when Dre said you didn't do this when Tupac was here or Piggy was here. Yeah, what's wrong with you people? Yeah, well. But we are talking about white women in the early 2000s. You are right. You could have stopped that <laughs> white women, but yeah, also in the early 2000s. They're the ones that ruined brunch. <laughs> don't you? Yes, it was an amazing analogy. Don't you? Don't you? you stop it. <laughs> uh, before we wrap it up, do you have any more to talk about? The the America. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. He uh, covered a lot in this song. He did. He didn't cover enough. Go on. Tope. Yes. How do you feel about straight people saying the word faggot? I'm this, I this <laughs> I the one thing that you do in this podcast. It's funny. I sometimes just laugh to uh, break the awkwardness that I created mm-hmm. myself, but it really should be asked. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. ever mm-hmm. defend anyone saying it mm-hmm. because no one should ever say it. Mm-hmm. And if someone does say it mm-hmm. and is gay, mm-hmm. I cannot tell them they can't say it. Mm-hmm. They can tell me I cannot tell them to say it, but they can't tell me to be the one to tell them to not say it. Correct. Yeah, he shouldn't say that. He shouldn't say that. Does it make it any better? No. <laughs> this is... <laughs> does it make it any better mm-hmm. that he's doing it in such a way that it's editorialized? He's not using it as the word. He's See, using it to say, like, you are getting on me. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. In this song, it's not about how he uses it in this song. It's his reference to how he uses it in other songs. <laughs> oh, you are so right! <laughs> the unfortunate mm-hmm. line is... This will be a fun montage for later, Tope, to edit together. Yeah! <laughs> now I'm catching the flag from these activists when they rag and acting like I'm the first rapper to smack a bitch and say faggot shit. You're... Very right, (laughs) and I think you alluded that you would have that I would uh, make a montage from saying it. I'm not going Mm -hmm. to do that. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you, yes, you shut me down. Yes, in this example, he's using it as a way to be like, "Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm not the first one to say this. You're just coming after me because you're scared that 
your kids look at me as equals. For the first time, they look at a rapper who looks like them, who's not Vanilla Ice. He's like, oh my God, I want to be like this guy. With that said, he has used that word a lot. Mm-hmm. And a sentence. Yeah. Bad person. He's a bad person. The thing, though, <laughs> those, those congressional children, I can promise you that there were plenty of rappers before Eminem. The parents just weren't paying attention. But why, RJ? Because they're black! This is RJ And that's how you stay woke. Mm-hmm. A rap podcast with social consequence. What, what rapper used the bad word before Eminem? Uh, uh, a lot of them. Like mm. Biggie, Tupac, mm-hmm. Will Smith. Fuck, fuck, Biggie, Tupac, Will Smith. Are we talking like, like Fresh Prince Will Smith, or like whatever that weird fucking CGI younger self movie he did? (laughs) Fuck, 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 Goose. (laughs) Tupac, Biggie, Fresh Prince Will Smith. Old, weird, tries to still be cool, Will Smith. Mm. You, you fuck all of the dead ones just to tell your friends you did. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to call the movie Ghost. Yeah. It's just fucking Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Another good porn. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Every Friday, learn what song we do two days before the podcast goes live. Mm-hmm. We are part of Arcade Audio. For now. <laughs> For now. Uh, you've known this. We're recording this at this episode back to back the day before inauguration day. Yeah. So if we let's got... hope everything is fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, just to know what our track record is. Yeah. Um, we recorded, we record a bunch of episodes around February, took a little break mm-hmm. and then COVID hit. Yeah. We record a bunch of episodes around like July. Mm-hmm. I think not actually like May ish. Yeah. Uh, Black Lives Matter protest happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we recorded an episode the day before the election. My computer broke. So <laughs> <laughs> the three worst things that happened in 2020 happened yeah. when we recorded in advance. So. Yeah. So hopefully you're listening to this and everything's, everything's fine. fine. We still in white America. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go to Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review song at the end, you're first in the queue, baby. We do that song as soon as we're done with that white rap history month starting next week. I'm hyped. Are you though? I'm so hyped. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you want to donate to your boys, your boys, patreon.com slash arcade audio for the hottest content from every single arcade audio show. Mm-hmm. But RJ, what did we learn today? We learned. That America got problems, though. <laughs> America's got problems, though. And it turns out we've had problems for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it, like, I had no idea. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Uh-huh. If this song came out tomorrow, uh-huh. I wouldn't know the difference. No! Except the Al Gore and Dick Cheney reference. Yeah, but you'd still remember Tipper, though. Aw, uh, Tipper, baby! <laughs> Tipper, I hardly know her for RJ! What? <laughs> This is Tope's terrible joke saying, RJ still hates rap. I forgot about how this podcast ended. No, that's fine. Would you ever name your daughter Tipper? No, because... How much money would it take for you to name your firstborn daughter Tipper? 
I would need at least like $5 million because there is no way in hell she looks like me and isn't a stripper no. oh, named Tipper. Yeah, but like at the same time, you, you would have that like, oh no, that's just a Nigerian name to back to fall back on. Fuck you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> or do you think Eminem might... Nope, this is bad. <laughs> nope. There's no way to phrase this without it being bad. So, um, Tope, do you think that uh, Eminem was cool? <laughs> Ask me the question again. Boop, boop. <clears throat> so much because that is definitely the post credit <laughs> <laughs> thank you for playing arcade audio play more at arcadeaudio.net